0: You can check out the show in podcast form, too, by the way, in case you can't be here from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern when we do the live show. Check us out via the Kelly & Company podcast. Subscribe using your favorite podcatcher. You can look for AMI-audio, Kelly and & Company, and you can check out the show in segment form. Maybe there's a contributor that you like, you just want to tune into that, or you catch the show and maybe it's halfway through a very engaging interview like the one we've got coming up. No problem. Go back, go to the podcast feed and listen to it as much as you want, over and over if you'd like, or include it as part of your binging of Kelly and Company. Also, you can listen to the complete Kelly and Company podcast experience, where we toss on an audio vanity card at the end. Check it out via your favorite podcast platform. And while you're in there, maybe give us a rating and review. I'm Kelly McDonald, host of the program with my co-host, Ramya Muthin.
1: Let's talk a little bit of art now. Native Earth Performing Arts is Canada's oldest professional Indigenous performing arts company dedicated to developing, producing and presenting professional artistic expressions of the Indigenous experience in Canada. The 35th edition of We Sagi Begins to Dance is on now till November 20th at Aki Studio and we want to learn more about it. It gathers over 15 artists from across Turtle Island. Island to develop and showcase contemporary Indigenous performances, um, plus excerpts from new work and development musical performances, a mini pop-up market, panels, and lots and lots more. So to learn more about this whole shebang, we're going to speak to Joelle Peters, the Interim Artistic Director at Native Earth. Joelle, thank you for spending some time and joining us on Kelly and Company. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Let's Talk about Native um, Native Earth performing arts and why this work resonates with you. Oh my gosh, I cannot
2: thank Native Earth enough for the things done. it's done in my own life, like both personally and professionally. I started working at the company about six years ago now, and I started in box office just kind of in between gigs, I, I'm also an actor and a playwright, so it was really great to stay within the work that is Indigenous arts. It it kept me engaging with other artists and making these connections. And Native Earth has done that for so many other people as well. I I can't I can't thank them enough. They're really we we are really <laughs> trying our best to support as many Indigenous folks as we can, and it there's a lot of really exciting work that we're presenting this year at the festival and I'm so thrilled.
1: Nice. I, I mean, it sounds really beautiful what you're describing in the work. Can you tell us about the 35th edition of Wisa Gitchuk, um Begins to Dance and where people can go to experience the performance?
2: Absolutely. So about, um, oh, I want to say about a decade ago, we we became, our home became Aki Studio in Regent Park. So we are within the Daniel Spectrum building. And um, there's a lot of other things going on as well. But we have our own intimate studio where we host the festival every year. Um, We're pretty accessible via transit, Mm -hmm. via uh, parking around the area. And people can check us out online this year as well. We're doing a bit of a hybrid model and it's exciting because that allows us to engage with people who aren't able to be with us in person.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely true. And uh, the, the hybrid model is becoming more and more, I don't want to necessarily assume the norm, but uh, it's becoming more widely appreciated for lots of reasons. What can attendees expect people who come out?
2: there's a lot to ex- like i i well, let me think here let's see <laughs> there's uh yeah it's a lot to wrap your head around um there's of course excerpts from new work as you mentioned before yep. and they they also take a bit of different turns like some of them are, are a bit more dramatic some of them are a bit more in the comedy realm some of them there's burlesque there's there's visual art there's um solo shows there's ensemble work dance I mean you name it we've got a bit of a a bit of everything
1: and because it's there is that variety and there's so much that people can um lean into with when it comes to arts do you feel that there's a theme like that there's an overall kind of uh something that you can find in everything
2: I would say, I mean, this might be bold, but I feel it's true. Indigenous brilliancy.
1: That's really it. Mm. Everyone
2: is creating incredible work. And yeah, it's, they're, they're brilliant.
0: (laughs) and, And even, I'm imagining... So many choices, so many different things, artists, how do you sit there when it comes time to making your program up and having to say, okay, we we have X number of artists. we got to cut it off here when you know there's so many out there, so much, so many people wanting to bring things to the table. Does that become an issue or with the way you've got it set up, can you really include a reasonable number that makes you feel happy and that you're giving people that stage to be on?
2: I would say that was a big struggle for this year because you also have to think about, okay, the costs of accommodations in the city have gone up. So we've got a house, how many artists from out of town, we've also got to cover their travel to get here. Um, so we're thinking about, okay, how do we balance hiring local artists who, you know, we should be, be bringing in first and then, um, also the exciting work that's outside of the city and, um, there's also a really big surge right now with people across the country hiring mm. indigenous artists, which is yep. great. But then again, you're battling so many different schedules. So it, it is challenging. And, and um, we, we got really lucky. I think we, we, uh, with this being my first kick at the can, you know, I've been around the festival for a number of years, but this is my first time a bit at the helm. I, <laughs> I'm glad that we came to a number of folks that that feels reasonable, but also not like not too big, not too small. It mm. feels it feels right.
0: It's really interesting because uh, I worked on a um, a documentary in Nunavut, and it's amazing how when you find places, and and one of the things people who uh, residents who are there say we have a lot of artists up here. We have a lot of artists here and from different walks of life, um, including Indigenous, of course. And it really makes you say, wow, up here, surviving, trying to put their work out there. And we know it's people working really hard to distribute their work throughout Canada. Can you talk a little bit about the pop-up market and what can be found there, speaking of people's work?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We have five local artists. I think we've got um, some beadwork like earrings, necklaces. We've got some prints, postcards. We we have some work from the scenic, no, that's not the word, the, the visual artist that we worked with on our season um, designs. So she, she allowed us to print out the prints for each of our plays this season, and we're, we'll be selling those. We've got um, a visual artist, Alexa Black, that we're working with as part of our 40 Seeds for 40, Seasons program and she's based out of Vancouver. So we're, we're really fortunate to be able to showcase her work, even though she's not able to be with us in person, um, What else do we have? Oh, my gosh. We'll we'll have some cookies.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, that's always there you go. (laughs) That is amazing, though. When you you look at everything that's there and the possibilities. Can you talk about the panelists, too? Let's jump over there. Uh, What kinds of presentations? Because people always love to hear uh, what people have to say, especially to inspire others to follow the path.
2: Absolutely. So we've got two panels. One of them is about our Anima Key program, which is um, supporting artists through a two-year cycle. And so they get the chance to work on their their plays or, or whatever they're working on. They get to, the chance to work on it for two years with us, get some support with a dramaturg and uh, present at the festival. So we are presenting them digitally. And we wanted to do this panel to talk about the history of the program because it's been uh, a little bit over a decade since it started. So just because uh, not everyone knows the history, and I think yeah. it's, it's really interesting and beautiful. The other the other panel is on Indigenous dance, and it's moderated by Jeanette Kordowicz, who's a dancer from Vancouver. And it's uh, it showcases Brian Solomon, Wabate Fobiser, and Samantha Sutherland, all artists who have worked in some capacity around either Aki Studio or like our company. And they're they're really just sharing space together, which I think is another important aspect of the work that we do. It's just the giving artists the opportunity to be together in a room on Zoom <laughs> and <laughs> and talk.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Um, Let's talk a little bit briefly about your thoughts here on this next subject of what could be done to teach Canadians a a little bit more about the Indigenous experience in Canada.
2: That's a really great question. That's a big question. It is. I mean, there's there's a lot. I, I feel like, especially nowadays, there's way more resources out there than there were before. Like, there are a lot of people putting in the work on Instagram. There's a lot of people putting in the work on Facebook. I think even just engaging with the arts that we are putting out, seeing the plays, seeing the dance, seeing the visual art that we're putting out, even stand-up comedy. Like, we are using a lot of different mediums to express ourselves and talk about our history, our stories, where we're going next. And I think the first step is really just to witness it
0: for sure wow uh, where can we go to get more information so we can attend
2: you can go to our website nativeearth.ca. we're also on twitter instagram and facebook
1: amazing joelle Nativeearth.ca. that's where we'll go to find out more about this wonderful event coming up thank you so much for taking the time we appreciate it and all the best thank you so much take care you too Joelle Peters is the Interim Artistic Director at Native Earth talking to us about the 35th edition of We Sagichuk Begins to Dance. It's on now through till November 20th, so check it out.
0: We're going to pause for just a moment here on the program. And in the next hour on accessible gaming, Debbie Williams features the Game of Thrones themed Game of Clue. Our guest for this week's roundtable is Toronto AMI reporter Alex Smythe. But up next, it's the Thursday does Buzz. Does Buzz? He'll be uh, here for the buzz, Bill Shackleton, in a moment.